You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. It's today's most interesting thing in tech from Nicholas Thompson, Editor-in-Chief of Wired. Support for this podcast and the following message come from TD Ameritrade. Everything's customizable these days. Your trading platform can be too. With Thinkorswim, you can customize screeners, charting, and stock forecasts, so the market is always tailored to you. You can get started at tdameritrade.com slash thinkorswim. The most interesting thing in tech is what we're learning about the technology of working from home, why it works, and where it doesn't as we go through the coronavirus crisis. So the reason why working from home works for so many of us, myself included, as you can see from my background, is because of a series of advancements over the last few years, from video compression technology to Wi-Fi bandwidth, but most importantly, to the introduction of two-factor authentication, which makes it much harder to hack into somebody's account, And then the creation of networks where a user in one part of the system isn't trusted by other parts of the system. What I mean by that is if you were somehow able to hack into my Zoom account, which would be hard because you need my password and my 2FA token, you wouldn't have access to Wired's story list. You wouldn't have access to my email. You would be able to join Wired's brainstorm sessions, but your access would be pretty limited. And that's the way many networks are built right now. It's relatively hard to get in. And when you're in, you have access to just the things you need and nothing else. It used to be that networks were built that once you got in, you could have access to everything, which of course create all kinds of problems because people can always get in and can always hack through whatever security you have. Okay, so that works for me as a digital employee in journalism. It obviously isn't going to work for somebody whose job is physical, right? If you are a logger, you cannot work from home. But one of the most interesting and complex scenarios are employees at critical infrastructure companies, like power grids, electric utilities, the government. Because for many of them, it's much harder to work from home because of the way the networks are constructed. In the most extreme cases, the computers they work on have a literal air gap. They're not connected to the internet. Over designed the network, so concerned about hackers, they made it impossible to access the computers remotely. You have to be sitting there. It's a relatively rare case, but in those situations, obviously people have to work from the office. In many other situations, like at power companies, there are what are called jump boxes. So 
There's a set of computers that are connected to the outside internet that you can dial into. There are a set of computers that are isolated, and then there are jump boxes connecting them. But it makes it much harder for an employee to get access to what they need remotely because the system is set up to make it very hard for a hacker to get access remotely. In fact, some places, the NSA, for example, employees have been required to work in the office just because you can't access what you need from outside of the office. So what does this mean? Well, it means that there's a couple of risks. So if employees at critical infrastructure companies can't work from home or have a harder time working from home, they have to come into the office, which means they have to use public transit, sitting near their colleagues. They're at a higher risk of infection, which means there's a higher risk of employees in these very important jobs being unable to work or being hospitalized as the virus develops. It means that one of the very essential functions of our economy, some of the things that keep all of our nations running are jobs where the things we need to do working from home is hardest. So for all of you who work at critical infrastructure companies, for all of you who have to go into the office, please stay safe. For everybody who doesn't, please do your best to stay safe. Please help the world's herd immunity. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Sanitize. Social distance. Do all the things we all need to do to try to prevent the spread of the pandemic and for all the terrible things that will happen if the infection rate gets too high too fast. All right. See you tomorrow. Get more great stories from Wired in our daily newsletter. Sign up at wired.com daily. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.